which is the third parakel of and now we're going to continue on with Perak Lulav Va'arava, which is the fourth parak of Says the Mishnah, Lulav Va'arava Shisha Veshiva. So the mitzvahs of Lulav and the mitzvah of Arava, which are Shanos, uh, it can either be six days of Sukkot or seven days of Sukkot. And we'll speak out when it's six, when it's seven. But the Lulav and Arava can either be six or seven. Ha'halel Ve'asimcha, the mitzvah of saying Halel, the mitzvah of Simcha, Shmona. It's always going to be a full eight days. Sukkah v'nisuch ha'mayim, the mitzvah of sukkah and the mitzvah of nisuch ha'mayim, which is the water libation that they do, is shiva. It's going to be seven days. Hechalil, the flute that you play. So the other times, is chamisha v'shisha. It's going to be five or six days. So again, to do chazara, lulav and arava is six or seven. Halal and Simcha is a full eight, which means including Shemini Yatzeres, obviously. Sukkah and Yisra are a full seven, but that's only on the actual Sukkah days, not on the extra Shemini Yatzeres days. And the Chalil is going to be five or six days. So says the Gemara, Lulav Shiva Ketzad. What is the scenario that Lulav is going to be taken for seven days? So what's the answer? Yom Tevarish Shalchag, the first days of the Yom Tev, Shachal Diyos B'Shavas, the fallout on Shabbos. That is the scenario that you have it, that it's going to be seven, uh, Lulav, Shiva, you're going to have Lulav for seven days. Bishar Yamin, but if the first day of Yantif falls out on any other day of the week, Shisha, you're going to end up with six. Which simply means, put, is as follows. Um, you only take the Lulav on Shabbos if it's the first day of Sukkot. So if the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos, then you're taking the Lulav on a day, and then for sure the six other days, because another Shabbos is going to come up. But if the first day of Sukkot is any other day of the week, which means that Shabbos is falling out in the middle of Sukkot, well, you're not going to do the on that day, and they're you down to six. Yeah, it's part of it. We're going to see the Gemara. We're going to discuss it. Yeah, we're going to discuss it. So either way, that's how you have it in our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says that Lulav is going to be either six or seven. That's the reason why it's six or seven. It just depends how it falls out that year. Again, if uh, the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos itself, then you're going to have a full seven. But if it falls out another day of the week, then Shabbos is going to be in the middle of Sukkot, and you're only going to do six. Says the Gemara, Arava Shiva Ketza. How do you have a scenario that you're going to have seven days of Arava? Answer is the Mishnah, Yom Hashvi Shel Arava Shachalios B'Shabbos. Arava Shiva. It's the other way around. If the seventh day of Sukkot, which is, uh, again, Hashanah Rabbah, if the seventh day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos, then even though it's Shabbos, you're going to take the Arava. So that's how you have Arava Shiva. The Shachal but if the seventh day of Sukkot is any other day of the week, then it's going to be shisha. It's going to be only six days. What does that happen? Um, it does not happen for our schedule. No, no, no it doesn't happen. Uh, that's actually um, that's actually one of the reasons why uh, there's a concept called lo adurosh. Lo adurosh is that uh, Rosh Hashanah can't fall on Aleph, Dal, and Vav. And uh, two of the reasons why I can't fall on those days is because we don't want to have Yom Kippur uh, either on a Friday or on a Sunday because we're too hard to have back to back Shabbos and Yom Kippur. And the other reason why I can't fall on that day is because we don't want Hashanah Rabbah to fall on Shabbos. Which again shows you the power of Hashanah Rabbah. But the point being is that technically, technically, certainly when we had the base of Mikdash, the halacha was that it fell on, in, on, the, uh, fell on Shabbos, everything is going to be okay and you have a full seven days. Okay.
So it says the Mishnah Vaita. Mitzvah's the Lulav Ketzav. How do you do the Mitzvah Lulav? And the parenthesis here on Bishabbos. How do you do the Mitzvah Lulav on Shabbos? Yom Devarishon Shochag, the first day of Chag. Shachalios Bishabbos, that falls on Shabbos. What do they do? Especially they can't carry. Malichin es Lulavayim Laharabayis. They carry their Lulav, the Harabayis. Vechazanim mikabli mehen. Chazanim here means like a gabai. The gabai takes it from them. Vesodrin osan al gabai istava, and he lines them up on a bench. Vazakenim, but the elders minichen eshalahem balishka. They get to put theirs in a private room, in a private chamber. Why? Why? Why do they get a private chamber? And everyone else on a bench. It's very simple. It was mayhem the next day when everyone came together to love him. And therefore, they said it's, da- it's literally dangerous for the elderly people to have their love in the same place. Try to box everyone out to be able to get theirs. And therefore, they let the elderly put theirs in a lishka where it's a little more um, contained and a little more under control. But everyone else um, gave theirs over to a gabai who placed it on a bench. But then the Mishnah says, But then they educate all the people to say the following. Anyone who ends up with my lulav, I give it to them as a gift. Because in the mice, at the end of the day, uh, if you're having literally tens of thousands of people yeah. with their sets of loving, and they didn't have these uh, custom-made sets with their names all over, whatever it was, they have they give it to the guy by beforehand. The guy who puts it on the bench, he might even try to give it back to the right person, but very likely, of the tens of thousands of people, there are people that are getting back the wrong one. So they educate the people to say, by the way, if I don't get mine and someone else gets mine, so whoever ends up in their hands, I want to give it to them as a gift. Why do you have to do that? We know the reason why, obviously. Because, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind lending it. The point is that the first day of Yantav has to be Shalai, right? It has to be yours. And that's what we learned about the idea in the previous parak of Matan Amanas the Hach, so you have to give it to them. So over here, you're kind of preempting and saying that, by the way, I officially, from now already, give away my Lulav to whoever ends up getting it in their hands. Lamacha, the next day, right, after you give it over and put it on a bench, Mashgimin Ubayin, they get up early and they come. Zorkin the gabayim are literally tossing it. So, you know, you would imagine they try to be a little more delicate with the tips, but it shows you back then they're a little more calm about it. But they would zorkin or some of the fnaim, they mechatzvin, they would grab them, umakin ishes chaver, they end up hitting each other. You got into little uh, skirmishes about it. Ukshiro based in Shabod de Sakana. So I was saying little skirmish, but when basically found out that, uh, wow, this is actually the actual danger, he said, you know what, new takana. Take, do it at home. Do it at home. It's not worth it, all this. It's way too crazy. It's one thing if you can carry it yourself and then use yourself. But this case on Shabbos where you have to go ahead and bring it ahead of time and then hope that you're going to get to get back the right one, it's way too dangerous. And therefore, the lacha is, is just do it at home and then walk afterwards to the base of Mikdash and be Yotze then. So again, it's a you know, fascinating lacha, but that's the way that it ended up playing out lacha lamaisa. Okay, let's, uh, let's chaz the entire Mishnah top to bottom and then we'll go on to the Gemara. Here we go. Lulav Arava Shisha. The mitzvah Lulav Arava is Shisha Veshiva, Ki either be six days or seven days. Halal Simcha, the mitzvah Halal Simcha is Shmoina, full eight days of Kushmani Yatseris. Sukkah Nisach Amayim, the mitzvah of Sukkah, and Nisach Amayim Shiva is seven days. Hechalil, the mitzvah of flute, is Chamisha Veshisha, is going to be five or six days. We'll discuss that more in the Gemara. Lulav, Shiva, Ketan. How do you have the Lulav for a full seven days? Yandarish and Shelchag, Shechaliyos, Bishabbos, Lulav, Shiva. If the first day of Sukkot falls down on Shabbos, you're going to take the Lulav anyway. And therefore, 
you're going to have a full seven days. The Sharkalyam, but if the first day of Sukkot falls on any other day of the week, then it's going to be um, Shisha. It's going to be only six days. Arava Shiva Kate said, How do you have a Rava for six, seven days? Yomashvi Shal Rava Shachalias Bishab is Rava Shiva. If the seventh day of Sukkot falls out on a Shabbos, you're going to have a full seven days. But if the seventh day of Sukkot falls out on any other day, you're going to have Shisha. Mitzvah Lulav Kate what is the Mitzvah Lulav? Yomtav Sharisha Shachag. The first day of Chag Shachalias Bishab falls on a Shabbos. What do you do? You can't carry it there. Malik and Islavim Larabayas, they would bring their Lulav and Larabayas before Yantiv. The Chazanim, the Gabay. Would take him on them, the sojourn of some Al Gabi Itzel, and they would organize it on top of a bench. But the elders would leave theirs, Belishka, in a private chamber. Because, again, like we saw later on in the Mishnah, it got to be a bit uh, feisty and dangerous to go ahead and try to get your set back. And you taught them to say, Anyone who ends up with my Lulam in his hands, I give it to him from this point forward as a gift. So they at least should be Yaitse, which again shows a certain level of selflessness. The Makha, the next day, Mashkim Ubain, they get up early and come. I mentioned they're coming early and come, not just the Dhamma seeking because they want to get their own set, and that's the only way to guarantee it. They get up early and they would come, and what would they do at that point? Says the Mishnah, Mashkimin Ubain, Vachazan, Zorkin, or something, if name the Gabayan with toss the sets to them, they would grab Umaki and Ishat's Khaver, and they would end up hitting each other. Came to danger. They ended up making it through that when the first day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos. Yes, you should shake the Lulav on the first day of Sukkot. However, only in your house. Do not do it in the base of Mikdash. It's too uh, dangerous of a venture. So prior to this Takana, it was seven days? What do you mean? Because it's still seven days. It's seven days no matter what. It's just so where you're doing. Be, it would never be Shisha. Correct. So the Umar is going to ask why nowadays we don't do it on the first day. On the first day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos in, in Tavshin, whatever year it falls out, and we do not take the love. The, the, the shisha is after the takana was made. Shisha. It seems like they're taking it on Shabbos no matter what. No, so no, 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 only first day. Right? The Gemara is going to ask why now they don't take it if it's first day. Because it seems to be from our Mishnah that first day, no matter what you take it, that we'll discuss a little bit in the, uh, in the Gemara itself. Okay, that's why it's called Perik Lulav Arava. That is what we're discussing over here. How many days you do each of these particular uh, mitzvahs. And we see that people took the Yervot in the basement just very uh, seriously. I mean, there's a, the infamous and famous story of the two Kohanim, they're running up the ramp through the Yervota, and one of them uh, threw the other one off the side and he ended up dying from it. So again, um, it's pretty clear that people got uh, intensely involved in what they're trying to do, and it led to, you know, danger sometimes. It led to danger sometimes. What? <laughs> it's true, people are doing the same Shemayim. They want to have food, they want to have food, the Kavit Shabbos Kedish. They want to make sure that they make them something. Yeah, they're, get, they're getting for other people. <laughs> okay, let's talk to Gamar. Amai, what's the problem of going ahead and, and just taking the Lulav even on, on Shabbos? Like, why do we make, why do we make it to Kana that it falls out any other day of the week that you don't take the Lulav on Shabbos? So the more answers, so this is part of the question, sorry. Am I? It's just, um, at, at worst, muksa. And let, uh, you know, let's, let's push away Shabbos for the sake of the mitzvah of Dalaminim. Right? You're dealing with the mitzvah of Lulav, um, arguably mitzvah deraisa, possibly. And you're dealing with the issue of potential muksa. Why didn't they make a takana and say that there's an override over here, they're allowed to do it? 
it might be a bit similar to shofar, right? Shofar, no matter what day of the week it falls down on, you blow the shofar. I mean, we don't do it on Shabbos, but it should be even on Yatav Muksa. So we allow it over there. So why over here, if all summer comes on Shabbos, we're saying it's a big deal. So it says the Gemara, Amar this is a very, very famous concept. Gzeira Shema Yitlenu Biyodoi. Translate those words. The reason why we don't do it on Shabbos is it's a decree that maybe someone will take it in his hand in an area that has no Eruv, and he'll take it to an expert, Lilmo, to learn how to properly shake the Ulov, and he'll end up carrying it Arba Amos Shazarabim, four Amos in Rosh Shazarabim. And the Gemara adds, Behind the time of the shofar, that's the reason why we don't blow the shofar on Shabbos. Behind the time of the Megillah, that's the reason why we don't um, read the Megillah on Shabbos, which our calendar doesn't really fall out that way. But the point being is, is that uh, we're familiar with all these different things. We don't do them on Shabbos. We don't do Megillah on Shabbos. We don't do shofar on Shabbos. And we do not do um, the taking the Dalaminim on Shabbos. It is not because of Muksa. Technically, it should be okay. Technically, it should be okay. However, however, uh, they made it there because sometimes people will not remember how to do it properly. Shofar, you definitely need lessons. Even Megillah, you need lessons. The Chiddush here is you might need lessons for the Dalaminim, which is a little bit more of a Chiddush to me that people can't get it right. But at the same time, they might be a bit confused how to do it properly. They might carry it outside. And because of that, they made it Xera. Don't do it on Shabbos at all to avoid this particular situation. I kind of hear it. The amount of times from year to year that people are like, wait, how do I shake? What's the yeah. order of my shaking? Well, that's the reason why Rabbi Freeman always made that announcement before the very first halal. And I picked up the minute this year. So I'm like, and I always feel like dumb doing it. But again, people forget things. They really do. Even just the simple, which side does the Ravos and the Dasi go on? And right. which way the spine faced? And, you know, how high should the... Uh, you know, should this pack be in comparison to the Shadra? So again, it's not, it's not crazy, but the point being is that's what's happening over here. But for Shofar and Megillah, you know, you, isn't the idea that you're going to learn to do it so that you'll be mostly other people, whereas with Lilith, you're not being mostly anybody else, you're just being mostly yourself. Okay, therefore what? Therefore, there should be a strong reason that you're going to want to learn it. I mean, learning to be mostly other people, fine, I hear you're, that. You're a bit more nervous about it. Yeah, but mostly, right. to be mostly yourself, is there as much of a... Well, apparently he felt there was enough of a chashash. I mean, the post, the, the post scheme, really more the Bali Moser point out that how serious uh, a little Aveir of Otsah is, and all Aveiras are, is that we're willing to take away Shoefer and Dalaminin from all of Klai Yisrael, for all generations, because there's one guy who's uh, the Shlomazel, whatever you want to call him, but the, the guy that can't remember simply what direction with the Adasar Rav on all Klai of all generations losing out on this. It's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty intense thing. Uh, there's a very, there's a very, um, I, I, I can allow myself this sidetrack. This is a very beautiful idea, is that uh, the Mephorshim asked this when it comes to Shofar specifically, because it's one thing if you miss the day of Dalamin, of Lulav, okay, fine, you miss the day of Dalaminim, it's okay. But especially if you're in Eretz Yisrael, there's one day of Rosh Hashanah, and like, you're, you're losing out on, on Shofar, and particularly, it's not just a touchy-feely thing, if we're told that Shofar makes Hashem move over from his Kisei Din to his Kisei Rachamim, like, it's the tool that you need to have a successful Din. And all of a sudden, we're making Xero over here saying, no, there's one guy out there who's going to happen to space out completely and carry his chauffeur to learn how to deal with it that we're going to take away from Claudia so they're not going to shave this year. How could such a thing be? How could such a thing be? So uh, there's a... Um, um, there's, there's a lot of different answers that are given, but one answer the Meshachachma gives is that the schus of our Zahiris and Mitzvahs and Shmir Shabbos is a greater schus than blowing the chauffeur. 
the fact that we're saying to Hashem, Hashem, we're willing to, like, you know, yes, we have a little sticky move that we have that we can be, you know, get you to move from Kizim and Kizim Rachamim. That's a tool we're able to use. But Hashem said, but the, the, the beauty of Klai Yisrael saying, but Shabbos is so important to us that we're willing to forego our protexia in order to make it that we're going to keep your Shabbos. We're willing to do such a thing, which is a very, uh, you know, very powerful statement. The, uh, the other uh, answer that's given, which I always found very powerful, is um, there's uh, the, orth- the author of the Orch Lener, um, points out again. He he writes this explicitly in his. Uh, I forgot the name of his sefer. It's not it's not the Orch Lener, It's a different sefer of his. That uh, if you look throughout history, years that Rosh Hashanah fell out on Shabbos were either the, the greatest years in Klaiso's history or the most tragic years in Klaiso's. And he actually lists off like the Inquisition started in a year that you know in Rosh Hashanah fell out on Shabbos. He's like, what's going on over here? What's going on over here? So he gives the following mashal. He said, um, he said there was a case where. Um, there was a man who was found guilty for treason against the king, and um, no one was willing to defend him as an attorney. So the trial was coming up, and he was hopeless. He no way to defend himself. And his wife says, you know what? I love you. I care for you. I'm going to defend you. And she gets up, and she does a defense in honor of her husband, and wows the judge, wows the jury. They're so impressed with their presentation. He's let off completely. Everything's totally fine. Um, that's scenario one. Scenario two um, was there's another man that had a very similar situation, and uh, the, the week before his trial, um, his wife says, "I'm going to do the same thing." You know, that guy's wife did it. I'm going to do it also. But in between, when she decided to defend him, and that particular week, uh, they got into a fight, and he hit her, and she got a black and blue eye. She got a black and blue eye. So as she and she said, "You know what? I'm going to defend him anyway. I love him. I defend. Him, I can defend him anyway." So they get into court, and the judge sees how she looks, and he says to her right away, "What happened?" So they weren't able to lie in front of the judge, and they said, you know what happened was is that we got in a fight last time. My husband hit me, and they throw the book at the guy. They throw the book at the guy. Nope, she can't defend you. We don't hear a word that she says. You're Russia. We don't care about it. You're out of here. So it says the Orach in there. We know there's a famous Chazal that says every day of the week um, had, uh, that sorry, Shabbos came in front of Hashem and said every day of the week has a partner. I have no partner. Every day of the week has a partner. I have no partner. After the Vilna Gon says, it's not that Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's not how it works. It's actually Yom Rishon had Yom Ravi, Yom Shani had Yom Chamishi, Yom Shushi had Yom Shishi. Long director for a different time why that's true. But Yom Shvi had no match. What's going to happen over here? So Hashem says, don't worry, Klal Yisrael are going to be your match. Klal Yisrael is going to be your match. So says the Oracle in there, in our Din in Shemaim and Rosh Hashanah, if there's no other defendant that's going to stand for us, it's our wife, Shabbos, that stands for us. If we keep Shabbos well throughout the year and it's not beaten, so to speak, by us, then the defense is going to be beautiful. That's why some of the greatest years in Kaisal's history were years that it fell on Shabbos. If, however, we don't keep throughout the year Shabbos well and then our wife shows up in the courtroom a bit beaten up, then it's not going to work out the same way. So uh, it's uh, uh, any year that I see that the next year is going to be a Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos, I try to think about it at the beginning of the year. <laughs> not, not at the end of the year, because according to this board, you need to have a year of... Uh, no, a year of uh, positive, uh, whatever. It's, it's a fascinating thing. But the point being is that the Meshach Chachma, though, fits very nicely with this, yeah. is that he's saying that, you know, it's Kalei Mesir's Nefesh for Shabbos that stands as strong for them as the Shafer itself. And as well over here, the Dalaminim, so you're missing out on a day. I'm not minimizing that, but ultimately, it's worth it to be Mesir Nefesh for this particular individual. Um, okay, fine. Okay. So that's that. So let's be there and get inside. Let's go fight there. So Amai, what's the problem? Why can't we do it on Shabbos? Tilta ba'almahu. It's just, uh, at, at worst, muksa.
So um, says the Gemara of Elif Shabbos, and let's just push away the potential Isser and let them do the mitzvah. You might take it in your hand and bring it to an expert to learn how to do it. The Avirinu Arba Amos Rabbin, you'll take it for Amos in Rishus Harabim. Vahainu time of the Shaifar, Vahainu time of the Megillah. That is the reason for Shaifar, and that is the reason for Megillah. Um, okay, let's be true to our mission statement. We will stop here. Uh, please do Chazara. And uh, Bez Hashem will pick up from here. But, uh, you know, Mazda will be the new